the soft shell. the bottom queens please step forward. Jessica Wilde, Jimbo, whoever gets the chop tonight will be immediately entered into the online fame games. Priyanka, with great power comes great responsibility. Which queen has the group chosen to get the chop? The group has spoken, and I have two lipsticks. What? Jimbo and Jessica. Well, that makes sense. Okay, so we have a tie in the group vote. Should we have known before this? Like Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Well, per all-star rules, the power of elimination returns to the top all-star of the week. <laughs> Uh-oh. Thank you, Priyanka. Thank you. And Candy Muse, will you please step forward? Good luck, bitch. I mean, I feel like this whole scene was one big Oprah hands, and in some ways this whole conclusion was maybe one big Oprah hands, but I'm glad that they made it almost they kind of leaned into how obvious it was that this is the direction things were going i feel like they could have definitely leaned in more particularly the contestants i think that they could have acted more shocked and you know what i mean just like really ham it up but yes i'm glad rupaul did it priyanka kind of wins bsa of the week for me uh which is a hard task because Angie is certainly a, a second but when priyanka said should we have known this before she won it. Yeah, I mean, it was, I I really, uh, I'm really just happy to see Priyanka. You know, listen, we go back, you know, we have a, we have a, an oak tag trauma with Priyanka yep. that needs to be acknowledged. But Yep, oak tag. Oak tag, Mary. But all is forgiven because she was a hoot. She killed that lipstick. No, that no, lipstick. no, 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 no. You don't think uh, she this... killed that lip sync? Oh, No. 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 Oh, did no. you think Candy did? No. <laughs> oh, good. Listen, I don't think I think I don't think Priyanka uh, did bad. I think she did great. But there was one detail in that lip sync that, I, it, it at this point it's becoming unforgivable for me. Well, uh, say it, Sister Margareta. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you know. I, I I just can't believe how many times, sorry, Sister Margareta, uh, I can't believe how many times Priyanka sang the backup part and not the lead. If you're, especially if you're singing Jumpin' Jumpin', which is a song everybody knows, you have to be Beyonce on this. And yet Priyanka yeah. still won. So I don't even know what that's saying. There were some really beautiful parts to Candy's, like she had some gorgeous moments when she was singing the lead, Mary. But Mary, even the part, the best part of the song is ballas, ballas, ballas. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, fellas, fellas is certainly the best part. Fellas, fellas. And I was thinking, like, is that Beyonce or Michelle right now? Who is, because that does. That's Beyonce. That's Beyonce. And listen, Candy did it. Priyanka was not doing it. 
she did, but that was, but then otherwise there was just a lot of standing there, you know, know. kind of just being, being like, what, what difference does it make? I mean, she would have gotten that $10,000 that's now going to the fame queen, fame game Queens, but well, this is what I'm saying, right? It could have gone either way, but for the drama, they won, had the tie vote shenanigans. They got to do all that because it's funny and it eats up time, which, you know, in an episode of only three contestants, they needed all the time they could. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, for the second part, exactly to your point, right? They have more money in the pot for Jessica Wilde's imminent fame games win. Oh, so you think that Jessica Wilde is? Oh, oh, so you think? So you think she could go home tonight? So, so you think she could oh, go home so, tonight? So you think Jessica Wilde could win the fame game? I'm being funny. Uh, it's you know at this point it's her fame games to lose just because she's been on the show the longest, and I feel like that's the. She also did all of the challenges, whereas. The fame game, it's, I have so many thoughts that I don't want to say. The fame games, it's it's weird when they don't have the fame games at the end of the episode because it was a, you know, a makeover challenge or a design challenge. I'm just like, mm-hmm. uh, you're doing, aren't, aren't you kind of doing them to the service? Are we supposed to choose, are we supposed to pretend that we didn't see the makeovers from Jessica or the design from Jessica that she won? You know what I mean? So I'm at this point, I'm kind of like, well, Jessica had the most to show. And, and would I love it if she won? Yeah. Would I think she deserved it? Absolutely. There's obviously, there's another queen or two that I would crown also. I mean, I'm going to say it now. I have decided, you know, when you make your decision about, you know, who I'm just I'm going to vote for. I'm going to go I'm going to go for it. I'm going to vote for Darian Lake. Yeah, she's really been the best in terms of yeah. those runways. Yeah. She, but she has really brought me joy every week in those little moments. It's almost like Alexis and Jessica don't really count because they got so far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it plays against them in a way that I think of them mm, more as being in the main game than the fame yeah, game. Than the fame game, the main game. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. If, I, if it were to be the actual fame game contestants, which is everybody up to, you know, Alexis, I think Alexis and Jessica don't count, um, then yeah, I would give it to Darian. But I did say, I think, God, at the start of the season, I said, I'm going to give it to the villain. And the villain of the season is Alexis because the villain... Short end of the stick, always. Uh, but, you know, Jessica's now in, quote unquote, in the running. Sure, give it to Jessica. She lasts the longest. She's fabulous. She deserves the most. I guess we'll see. I mean, I guess it, it op- the, the voting begins next week. So, you know, polish those voting fingers. And didn't Jean-Paul Gaultier give her $2,500? Jean-Paul Gaultier gave you $10,000. Gave you money. He gave, gave you money. money. Yeah, <laughs> that was adorable. Um, <laughs> she got kids. She listen, got kids. Listen, Linda. So <clears throat> a lot, a lot has kind of happened for an episode that a lot didn't happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it was. I think it was actually really smart to have the makeover episode be when they only had three queens left because then it gave them six people in the room. Oh, instead of like nine. I'm sorry, ten. Yeah. Yeah, or instead of three. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like. Oh, it, right. Okay. You okay. know, because at this point, what are these three? We've already seen from the opening act. They have nothing else to talk about. You know, this just happens every season. They run out of things to talk about. Yeah, I think Candy 
correctly or I think incorrectly said in Untucked that this has never happened in All Stars or no, never happened in Drag Race where there was a top two. But that's not true, Candy. That, that's not true, Candy. Uh, when had there been previously a top two? Um, isn't season two was between Raven and Tyra? I I think that there's some jujube erasure here. Well, yeah, but there was like a final two. But they didn't eliminate jujube until the final lip sync. She was okay. still in the last episode. She it was it, it it's only final two once it was like this is not your time, and then it goes down to the last lip sync. And then All Stars won. All Stars won. They ended up having all four go to the finale. Did right? they do the? Did all four of them do the comedy thing and like the pestos? Yes, yes, Chanel, and absolutely all Chad? four were there. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Who was the other two? And, it was Raven. It was Raven and Jujubee and Chad and Chanel. Listen, and then, Jujubee did not do a, uh, a stand-up comedy challenge. Yes, she did. She felt she really struggled with the other queens were talking over her during the interview with Mark, whatever his name was. Mark Marin. Not Mark Marin. <laughs> you think I thought I wanted to say Mark Marin, but like the Mark gay McGrath? Mark Marin. Mark not McGrath. Mark McGrath. <laughs> not Mark McGrath. Mark Jacobs. Um, Mark Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Mark Jacobs. Mark Jacobs. Mark Paul Gosler. Oh, okay. Mark Paul. They also did with Mark Paul. It was with both of them. It was called Hit Your Marks, and they had to find their spotlight and interview Mark Paul Gosler. No, it was Mark Ruffalo. It was Mark Ruffalo. No, it was not. He was doing Iron Man at the time. He was doing that movie about the the newspaper in Boston. It does. Isn't the one? Where's the? Where, yeah, you know, he was doing the movie where he has sex with Julianne Moore. After fixing her, her, her landscape architect. <laughs> Far from heaven? No, the kids are all right. Yeah. Oh, see, I've never watched that movie. Oh, you've never seen it. Oh, I, I it's think great. I own it. It's great. It's great. It's great. Julianne Moore is great in it. So is Annette Benning. Oh, God. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I who are the kids recommend. in that? Dep- who are uh, the kids? Peter Malak. P- Peter Malak, I think, is from The Hungry Games, is uh, the son. Oh, Josh Hutcherson, yeah. Yes, Joshua Hutcherson's, and then the the little girl, the older girl. Oh, I can't stand her. Oh, Mia Wasikowska. Mia Wait, what's Wasikowska. she in? What's she in? She's well, she's <laughs> in this movie. She's kind of like what? Who's that girl who's in Pearl? Mia. I like Mia Goth more than Mia Wasikowska, and I feel like they're cut from the same cloth. Oh, um, she's Alice. She was Alice, the new Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Yeah, she kind of looks like it. It. She's like. She's a little bit of like a new, she's a new Claire Danes. I was like just, a, I was thinking that same actress. I was like, okay, yeah. there's a Claire Danes quality here mixed with like a Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Martha Plimpton. Yeah, I hate her. Oh, I just or a Gwyneth, I don't know why. A Gwyneth. I see a Gwyneth too. <laughs> sure, I'd ski into her fucking back. Absolutely. Well, listen, I'm sure you would. Um, yeah, well, anyway, uh, okay, so then Candy, so it was true, Candy. They've never had one episode that was dedicated to just two queens. Now, are they going to combine it next week with the Fame Games winners? Or is there a Fame Games winner episode and then there's a whole episode of Candy and Jimbo doing something? I I don't know. I mean, ugh. <laughs> I don't need to see. Not candy. ugh on candy. It's not ugh on candy or Jimbo. It's just like, what are we gonna do for an hour? 
I don't know, make a make a music video, sing some tracks. I don't need to see any of that ever again. Do a Tic Tac lunch with Brew. I don't need to see any of that. Mm. And the thing is, so I guess it's like they let's say next week is the last episode and it's like the fame games and then there's no real conclusion to that because the voting starts next week. So this is like your last oh chance. Oh my to God. Of course. Wait, how are they doing this then? Are I they just going to attack? They're going to attack it on. They're going to attack on like a, uh, an avatar, like, like what the Boulay brothers did when just well, uh, Victoria, Jessica black won. Based on what results? Because <laughs> like Victoria Bryce Howard, <laughs> Victoria Bryce Howard, uh, black Chastain. Yeah. Michelle Geller. Cause they they don't even they're not how long are they gonna leave the vote open? Yeah, Mary, you know I mean? it's all fake. Nothing's real. Where is Nothing my vote is going? Really? Yeah, you're right. How long are they leaving it open? Right? Is it a week? Yeah, yeah. I feel I, like I'm you know, being c- c- conned here every second. Yeah, who's behind this vote? Dominion? I don't <laughs> trust this. Where's my vote going? Well, they won their lawsuit. They won their lawsuit well, against they, yeah, Fox. Didn't they, they yeah. just kind of like settled. They were like, "Oh, hey, it was a settle." Yeah, it was a settlement. I think it was a settlement. Yeah, so billions. Well, of not this time. Not you're not going to hit me. Not going to hit me. I'm the wrong. I'm the right one for you, little girl. Not going to hit well, me. Well, maybe there'll be some pregnant Chad Michaels involved. Oh yeah, some hanging Chad Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine he's hey, hanging guys. from the monkey bars. Yeah, hey guys, just hanging around. <laughs> hey, hanging around, and then, hey. and then Bob comes in. He's like, "Well, I'm bobbing around. I'm bobbing around." I wish the soundboard worked today. We, this yeah. Is oh, tell our Marys. Yeah, tell our Marys. Yeah. The soundboard's not is not uh, cooperating with us today, so I may in the edit just drop. So if if some of the sounds this week seem like total non sequiturs, it's just because I needed to drop a sound in somewhere just to make it a real episode. So there might be one right here, for example. Charles! Yeah. Well, well, listen, I love that. So, all right, Mary. So we don't know what's going to happen next week. We don't know if there's going to be two more episodes. There might be one episode. We don't know how they're going to crown Candy and Jimbo. I feel like they have to combine it with next week, right? And then they'll announce the winner of the Fame Games like online. Well, that's what I was assuming is they'll announce the winner of the Fame Games online. Now, I'm just going to do a quick goosey look because this we have had this would be the 11th episode but if we go back to season 7 how many episodes did they have all right well, mary but there were there were they, were, they kept a, them all a, on but a season oh that had 8 episodes so you know already there goes my theory let's look at season 6 all right all right all right sonic love go turn on my tree um that so- had 12 <laughs> episodes so bitch you know i live bitch you know i live and this episode that we're discussing today is the The 11th the 10th i think it's the 11th episode it's the oh man my clicking fingers this was the 10th episode so maria oh there's two more oh my god what are they gonna do on the last one it better be great it better be great it better be like they have to put together a show and it's not a rupaul song like it, it better be fucking great. Both yeah, of them it deserve it. Yeah, Ugh. it better be. So yeah, I mean, I'll listen. I, you know, I, and you know, we'll get into this week's episode. But I, when they did announce that next week was a talent show with all the queens, I was like, oh, I kind of love that. 
I sort of I love the idea that we're gonna a get a variety show and b everybody will get a chance to kind of like, you know, at least have a little moment on TV again. So I'll get to see Kasha Davis do a talent. I think that's like we got to look for the gifts under the tree with our name on it. You know. Yeah, you know it'll be great to see Heidi. I oh. mean, oh, check the closet. Yeah. Looks like check we cleaned the out the closet. Yeah, we yeah. cleaned it out. Yeah. We cleaned it out. Uh, yeah. Check the, uh, you know, check the the donation bin at Catholic Charities because I think the closet's been cleaned out. Here's a shady question that we can inverse to make it be like, well, we want to be impressed, right? So here's the shady question. Whose talent show are you not looking forward to? Oh, man. You know... Whose talent show am I not looking forward to? I can I can name two. <laughs> I mean, Johnny, I can name that in two queens. I can yes. I okay. I would say that. Listen, it would be a real fluke if then suddenly Monica Beverly Hills tore it up this thing. Okay, like let's just let's just like look at the let's facts. Let's say that there's room for let's everybody. Say, let's just there's say room that. for everybody. But like Monica. You know, uh, it's just the boy is mine. The talent show is not her. I was going to say, I think I'm team Brandy. Yeah, I think I'm with Brandy on this one. Mon, Mons. Uh, so, Nick, uh, so I would say that's one that I'm not like, you know, dancing in the streets about. I would say the another one that I'm maybe not super excited for. I don't know why. Why do I think I'm not interested in seeing Kahana's? Mary, you're two for two. You're two for two. Why? I, but like, I don't why? know why either. She's apparently very talented in the Drag Race live show, the Lives show. Uh, but I, I'm just not sure. Uh, I'm, I'm also like, I'm just like, well, I don't really know what you're gonna do except like lip sync and do some cartwheels, and you know, maybe you're gonna do a burlesque number. That would be great, you know. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's gonna do an original song. <laughs> That'd be new, oh. unless we forget. Malaysia baby doll fox. I'm a queen. I'm a queen. I'm a queen. I'm a queen. Mm, uh, Malaysia fox. Malaysia <laughs> baby doll. Yeah. Uh, remember when we got to talk about Malaysia baby doll fox? For uh, like I love weeks? her. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Love her. It's not fun. It, 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 it's, it's not, not funny. funny. It's not, it's funny. not funny. No, no, it's not funny. <laughs> you have a blessed night. Listen. Uh, well, we'll see. We have two episodes left. I feel like we are we're kind of crawling to the finish line, but our Marys are here with us. If you're still watching All Stars, my hat is off to you. My condom is off to you. You deserve it. Oh, all. suck it all preps out. Preps kicking in. Preps <laughs> kicking in. You're not gonna prep me. Not gonna prep me. Not gonna prep me. <laughs> I'm not the one sucking you. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the raw one for you, little girl. <laughs> I'm the raw dick for you. I'm the raw girl. dick for you, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not little girl. Consenting girl. Yes, consenting uh, adult. Yeah. Yes, consenting adult. Yeah, I'm the raw one for you, consenting adult. There it is. There it is. We found there. it. We found yeah. it. Just if I were to, to name, <laughs> if I were to name this episode, because we have to keep naming these episodes the same way, but uh, we don't have to, by the way. But we we should, I guess, for like the searchability. But yeah, it would be. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the raw one for you. <laughs> I'm the Rowan for you, consenting adult. Well, that's, you know, my my favorite podcast, Gaylords of Darkness, they always just name it some, like, 
something like that. Some yes. quote from the Well, that's what I want. And and that's what yeah. we've been doing, I think, with Only Marys recently. Like, yes, just and every now and then a quote. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, maybe next season, quote unquote, when, when All Right Mary's next season, we'll start doing that. Yeah. You know when we did it? You know when we did it? What We did it when we covered season one. We oh. did. We had. We gave it like kind of like like the first episode was called the pilot oh. of the pilot. Yeah. Oh well. Hey, we could try it. We could try it. I don't know if it affects our searchability though, right? Isn't that? Something I mean, at this point, to think about. Yeah. I feel like if it, you know, if you found us at this point, you know, uh, Eureka, you found us. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what, what do you all think, Marys? Do you want us to make the titles better? <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Marys, I'm going to be straight with you. We're here to talk about therapy. And the rumors are true. I do love talking about therapy. And I do genuinely love therapy. This year has been a real journey for me, and the path forward was not always clear. One of the ways I navigated it was by talking to a therapist. She was able to give me a space to verbalize all of my concerns and fears, which led to a lot of aha moments on its own. But she was also able to shine a light on a lot of things I wasn't necessarily looking at or seeing clearly. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. Let's talk about this makeover episode. We have uh, three queens left. Uh, you know, they, they discussed why it was okay for Candy to send Alexis and why they all voted for Alexis. And, you know, I'm sure they all get a pass uh, because she's not Alexis. Because neither of them are Alexis Michelle. That's kind of how the fandom works, right? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what they think. I don't know what they care about. I, uh, I did like that Jimbo said to Candy, so are you upset that no one picked your name and put it in there? Like, I love the kind of mocking tone of, like, it's such a dumb question. Are you upset no one picked your name and put it in there? No one tried to send you home? Uh, uh, Jimbo actually had a few of those quips where I was just like, "Are you being serious?" Where he'd be like, "I think it, he was walking in the workroom. He's like, oh we did it. We're done. Oh, we get to drink now." Do you did you hear any of those from him? Well, yeah, like Jimbo stayed in character the entire time. Oh, he, as a clown, he, they was yeah. was this this baloney monster. Yeah. Um, but uh. but just enough because like at one point when Candy was talking about like oh well if if the alliance with Alexis didn't work out like then I wouldn't be here this week and Jimbo they even give the caption of of Jimbo saying oh try and do it the math on that yeah, one yeah right right so <laughs> I I loved it um, That's also like trying to I, figure out a time travel movie you know yeah yeah. Uh, I also really like when, you know, inevitably one of them puts the other one's drag on and plays around. And I just love the micro moment of Jimbo in Jessica's jacket going, oh, look at me. I'm Jessica Wilde. I look great. <laughs> I look great. Uh, they're all having a good time. Yeah. They're all yeah. Time. Yeah. It's good. Speaking of which, you know, am I? can I just name, like, I'm not the only one hearing, like, candy doing like a big fake laugh all season 
that like, ha 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 ha, it's not real, right? We've heard it all season. Am I the only one? Am I alone here? I didn't think about it, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I, it's not to knock it. I just don't know. I, I haven't really thought about that, Mary. I don't want to agree oh. blindly. Well, let me tell you what. Like, you could do a supercut this season of Candy going, ha 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 ha. And, it, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, Candy. Candy, Candy, wait. Candy, Candy, wait. Stop. Stop. Why fight it? Laugh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we get this makeover uh, shtick, but before that, there's a mini challenge uh, just because yes. they needed to soak up so much time this episode. We got a and mini challenge. Got- <laughs> and this this sponsor deal with Jean-Paul Gaultier. Mm, Jean-Paul Gaultier, give you money. Yeah, yeah he give you money because... Uh, give me your fucking money! You know, I, I did really like... RuPaul's very knowing commentary on candy of like, oh, do you have a glamorous toothache? I bet you've got a glamorous migraine. Yes, you do. Like, I, she knows those moves. She's seen so many queens do those moves. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. She, I mean, you could tell that she loves candy. Oh, she does. Of course she loves candy. She's told us she loves candy. Yeah, she yeah, fucking think- loves candy. Yeah. I think she gets a kick out of candy, and I think she likes playing with Jimbo because Jimbo's really good mm. at the volleyball. <clears throat> that is like 100%. 100%. She, because Jimbo, I think, is on that same wavelength of none of this is real. Yeah, right. Like, I think that Jimbo, Jimbo can, like, it's Jimbo and RuPaul can kind of wink at each other from across the room mm. and, like, do this TV show. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like even when they were, we'll, we'll talk about this. But even during the Russies, uh, when they were with Amanda Faye, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it was it was RuPaul and Jimbo talking. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it was very easy. I I think especially in these makeover challenges when there's guests, and I love a makeover challenge. It's my favorite challenge every season. But especially once they're doing Russies, you're like, oh, is this going to be awkward? Are we going to have like, but like, I felt like the three of them were kind of vibing off each other. Yeah, no, I I think she, I think it helped that there were only three. I think RuPaul didn't have to spend her spoons on like six other randos, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this was easy. Um, and so, yeah, indeed, we get the lesbian makeover maxi challenge after Jessica wins $2,500 from John Paul Gaultier. Oh, my God. She wins $2,500 for, for what, making the little corset? Ugh, I love yeah. it for that. I love it. Yeah, for, for what would have been in an early season, like, a whole maxi challenge. Probably, yeah. Probably. You know? Sure. Sure. Um, make a yeah. look, do a photo shoot for a perfume, brand your perfume. Mm. Like We've kind of seen that in the commercial challenge with Ivy Winters in New York City. <laughs> Wait, but that's Tokyo. Really Japan. It's Tokyo, you idiot. It's Tokyo. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Oh, it's like, well, blame the, blame the, the no offense, PAs, blame the PA it's who so gave true. her the printout. It's yeah. so true, though. It's so true. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, your thought was going somewhere. Where was it going? Oh, just that uh, we got this lesbian, we have lesbians, we have lesbians this week, we have lesbian makeovers this week. Ugh, Mary, I just, we've said this so many times, but I think it's like worth saying, lesbians are what save me, I will always go towards lesbians in a group, in a bar, in a space, I love lesbian bars, the few that there are, uh, I connect better with lesbians, I... 
I just love it. There was something that came up uh, in this discussion, but I th- not discussion, this episode, where I think one of the contestants, sorry, one of the guests was like, oh, it was really cool, you know, for us to learn more about this space, you know, as lesbians to learn about the gay male space because gays and lesbians don't always kind of mesh. You know, there's not so many times where our spaces, you know, are involved. And here's the thing. It had me thinking. Go with me here. The lesbians, we got to see them kind of like be in our space, which I feel like is always what happens. And when gay men are asked to be in lesbian spaces, it's a nightmare. The gay men are assholes. They're not nice about it. They make all these fish jokes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think it works the other way. I'm, I don't know if I've witnessed that in my own life, but I feel like the what I guess I've seen is like the opportunity to go to a lesbian space doesn't seem to be as present. And so it's kind of like a default of like, Oh, well, and I guess when I think about it, when I think of like going to gay bars, I don't feel like I see even, I mean, like butch presenting, for example, like someone who's like very obviously like, okay, I mean, you know, I, my spidey sense is going off lesbian and even gay bars. I feel like I, it's this like, it's like it's like one of those things where it's like oh well, there's not really gay there's not like like lesbian bars there's like events there's parties mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's that's like this right thing you have to kind of like go find that's true there there are lesbians out but they are very few um, you're absolutely right and parties certainly have them um, but you you also don't go to gingers gingers is like very very like gay female. I wouldn't be caught dead in that, that awful bull, that bull, fish tank. bull bar, that fish tank full of full of these gross lesbians. So what are they going to do? Make me help them move? Um, no, I love lesbians. Les- I mean, it's like it's the best of both worlds. They're girls and they're gay. I and love they're girls. they're gay, I know. And they're know. gay. And there's that thing like – Straight women are, you know, God bless them. You know, the only reason I'm still standing on this planet is because straight women would be my friend. But I I think there's also this understanding or the part of the dynamic of, of like the gay man, straight woman relationship, for example, is like we we have different experiences, but a lot of empathy for each other's experience. And there's a lot of learning from each other's experiences. And while certainly lesbians have a different experience than gay men, there's that shared like, yeah, but you also have like these certain innate things that come with growing up gay in common Mm. that are Mm. almost unspoken. And it's just like a new layer of like, oh, I don't have to explain that, that, you know, that you get like deeply. And I think it's, it creates a bond that I don't think we get to like really appreciate and like feel because we don't interact for some reason. Yeah. I, I, one of the things I love doing with, other lesbians is like knocking on men. I mean, I just love that because men suck. You know what I mean? Ugh. Men. I mean, listen, you know, you just got back from Spain, so you tell me how much men suck, but I, uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Oh, Mary, they suck hardcore. Yeah. Let me oh, tell you, how much God. do they suck? Yeah. <laughs> Day and night. Oh. Yeah. So I'm sure they do. I bet they do. 
You're not going to suck me. Not going to suck. Well, actually, you are. I am the right one for you, consenting <laughs> Spanish right, man. I'm the right one for you. Uh, well, and yeah. Frenchmen, you know? I mean, there were... Sure. Uh, and uh, Irish British ones and men, Swedes yeah. were all for uh, one yes. and one for all. Yes, for all. We're all <laughs> sucking each other off. We're all yeah. sucking each other. That's right. Uh, well, but still, you know, there's that... I don't know. There's that bond, too, of just, like, understanding... Being able to understand the the intersection of being a gay woman right it's like oh and men fucking suck too right like you're in that world and you and as a gay man especially as a, an effeminate one or as a short one i think we also have we can ex- access that compassion more easily do you know what i mean Oh, well, I mean, I think that's what's so interesting about this episode is that we're watching, for example, with Angie, we're watching somebody who is trying to kind of confront the feminine part of themselves that they have been struggling with or resisting. And it's like, girl, you think I don't know what that's about? Right. Uh, Like, I, I know that experience perfectly. And there's also that thing of like... With lesbians, it's like someone like Angie, for example, like kind of practices this like female masculinity almost more fluently than just like practicing femininity. Whereas I feel like a lot of gay men that sort of any practice of masculinity feels the same way they feel walking in heels. And so there's this weird yin and yang of like, Oh my God, what you feel comfortable in, I feel weird in and vice versa. And it's all, it's kind of, it just, it ends up, I think becoming incredibly complimentary if anything. Absolutely. No, her struggle and her story, I, I totally resonated with me. I feel like we could talk about it for another hour. This idea that she had the tattoo that said butch on it, right? And she's like a proud butch. That like that's who she is, right? That's who that's what she knows. It's her authentic self. And like there's a community of butch women. Femme gay men, I feel like are like that's not something that's often worn with a badge of honor in a sexual way and a social way. Well, and I think that goes back to like the butch thing, the masculinity thing, there's power in masculinity. Like I think that that still applies. I think regardless of the person is like the more masculinity, the more power. Like women, I feel like women, gay women are more accepting of butch women than gay men are of accepting femme gays. Yeah, yeah. And and I think I mean what I what I'm not familiar with is like whereas within the gay community there's a lot of there's a lot of opinions about femmy gay guys. Like what is the what are the takes on like very femme lesbians? Well, the lesbian community. Sure. Well, and yet is does that is that so desirable? Are lipstick lesbians so desirable is that like uh oh my god she's so passing oh she's so femme oh my god she's oh so my god she's so fab. she's so oh she's so like, get, down there. get down there <laughs> oh i love that we always got a get pussy there. mustache yeah. <laughs> we always get we always find it <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we get down there get down there and don't come back up and do you have a pussy mustache uh, mary's that don't understand we're quoting a margaret cho stand-up uh routine uh, where uh, yeah. she got fisted by a girl named Eileen. Yeah. Eileen? Or she she was gonna she was fisted yeah. by a girl named Eileen. Yeah. I'm your daddy, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah uh, that's right, bitch. That's um, right, bitch. Listen, <laughs> so so where were we? T- oh, you know what? It's interesting. I was in Spain this past week. Uh have a drink for every single time I say. Yeah, I was were in you Spain in Spain? Alexis Michelle in Spain. <laughs> 
Jan, 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 Spain. Jan, 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 Spain, Alexis, Michelle. One star, one star. <laughs> nuance, nuance, Sasha Colby. Sasha yeah. Colby. Oh. Sasha Colby. Yeah. Yeah. Not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. So listen, listen, Linda. So uh, I was in Spain this past week and I was with my friend and we had ordered Cosmos, right? That's how we started our night usually. Um, it's a longer story, but we started our night with Cosmos and um, this this pair, this couple sat down next to us and, you know, they were all, they seemed very nice. And after a little while I, I turned and I said, I, I, they heard me say a joke and they laughed and they said, Oh, what's your name? And so we all introduced ourselves and we were talking and the next thing out of the, the, I'm going to call him the husband, but the shorter guy's mouth was, he was like, well, you're, you're drinking those sissy drinks over there. You look pretty gay. And I'm like, and I just, I looked at him, I said, yeah, we are gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are gay. Not I, gonna they, bash me. <laughs> they were they were having beers. They were these two, this gay couple from, from Vancouver, Canada. Oh, that's gay, honey. That's gay. And, and this guy started reading us for having Cosmos. I'm like, you were in the wrong place. You were in the wrong yeah. place. Yeah, you're in the wrong place. You are you're in Sieges, you're from Vancouver. But that like, that attitude of just like even the drink that you drink. You oh know, it's like, oh, I he know. ordered a whiskey. Oh, he ordered a whiskey. Like that versus uh vodka soda, right? Like you know how to say vodka soda. You say it in that voice, vodka soda, because mm-hmm. it connotes a, a type of femme gay that is kind of like, I don't know, mocked a little bit. And so when well, when Angie, yeah. sorry, I just want to go full circle here. But when Angie was talking about that resistance to what people wanted her to be, her whole life, it's because she just it's it's just not her. So you know, little um, I don't know Brian with a Y wants a vodka soda. He's not going to order the whiskey and lower his voice. He's just not going to do that. And, and 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 the more you tell him to, he's going to try to resist it more. And so when Angie was kind of talking about like, well, it's difficult for me to like lean into this because it brings up a lot of that kind of like pain, you know, uh, I mm-hmm. it, it resonated to me. I you know I absolutely did as well. I mean, I think, yeah, we could spin off, you know, in oh. the ways that, for example, the the complete and total Venn diagram of this whole like drink shaming faggy little drinks it it all overlaps with bottom shaming and all it goes back to all this old all these old tapes all this you know you're the man if you're not the man if you're getting fucked blah 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 it's all rooted in misogyny all of it all of it is uh and and angie's struggle is is you know obviously gay women i think are at the forefront of suffering from that kind of bullshit but uh it it's it is all connected it is all a system and so if you are a gay guy that has trouble connecting with lesbians just remember this that that this that right there yeah um uh remember this and later uh think this Feel this, yes. Feel this. And later? Uh, That all being said, Angie is super hot. Can we agree? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, I mean, like, listen. Angie is super hot. I... I have I also, a five on the Kinsey scale for for women like Angie, for sure. Jesus Christ. She could tell me what to do. I I rev my engine for Elisa as well, though. I rev my engine. Oh, you like Elisa. You like Elisa. I do like Lisa. Mm -hmm. I like Lisa's. An introverted 
Lisa, an introverted Lisa. Uh, a biker biker chick. Uh, what oh. did she call it? Queer on we. Queer on Queers gear. On gears. Queers, Queers on gears. Because people don't oh, like yeah. the word dyke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, she's she is a she is a, she is a she's a little a little snack for sure. Yes. Yeah, a sweetie dottie as well. Just a total Lisa. sweetie. Well, and she has Lisa. two cats. Yeah. And she has two cats. So I was like, well done. I love you. And then Amanda is giving me Margot Martindale. And I think that just needs to be named. Mm. And I love Margot Martindale. And I realized that that is not the same compliment as, oh, I think Angie and Lisa are so hot. And Amanda minds are Margot Martindale. But I'm gay. So what do you want? Like, I'm not going to want to fuck everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Well, um, Amanda Faye is more femininity and beauty, right? That's the thing. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't, I'm not into girls. You know, I love yeah. women, but I'm not into yeah, girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, Lisa, Lisa was... She had a, actually what I will say about all three of these guests, which is different than some other guests. I feel like they were just so authentic. Like there wasn't any, especially Lisa. Lisa wasn't trying to put on anything that she wasn't ever. There wasn't a moment of that. For, she reminded me a little bit. She had a very similar energy to Anitra's makeover partner, the little kindergarten teacher. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was just a similar, like, you know, quiet little petite thing who was mm. maybe a little shy and coming out of her shell and was cute, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I didn't feel like any of them were like, I killed Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, well, she, you know, Mary, it's sad because he killed Judy Garland right after she threw the brick at Stonewall. That's why we remember because that's the last thing she did. She yeah. said, get out of the way, fags, because we all said it was okay if she said it. Yeah. And she <laughs> threw that brick with her whole chest. Faggots, then, get out of the way! Faggots, get out of the way! And then what's his name? Jerry yeah. just, I mean, listen, we don't want to talk about it, but he killed Judy Garland. You know? Killed uh, it. Killed he her. fucking killed her. You know, fucking he killed her. But you know, a lot, of, a lot of people died at Stonewall, though. So we didn't yes, know. A lot of people died. Because a lot of and people died yeah, at Stonewall. We only found out later. Yeah, it was <laughs> we, only. We thought later. that we felt that, and then later, yeah. But then we later, the Judy yeah. Garland was murdered. Actually, yeah, yeah. at Stonewall. I was, yeah. I was shocked when people say nobody died at Stonewall. I that's just not true. That's not true, Candy. That's not true, Candy. Um, yes. So Angie, uh, there was a moment here, you know, for any Marys that are still playing bingo, uh, Candy said that drag, when she gets into drag, it's a love letter to herself. Yes. No, this is, uh, I felt like this was the ultimate love letter. It's, mm. oh, it's a love letter to yourself. Oh, I think Candy. we can now stop writing love letters. We've written them to women, to, to drag queens, to fashion, to every, we've, my ever, however many other things we can write love letters to our mothers, you know. Yeah, somebody that you know we we left before we went to the war. Yeah, I right. I mean, we're talking about Scarlet. You know, Envy, the, that dress yeah, she, the, the war. Yeah, yeah, the war that that dress she wore made of love letters, and then they sent her home. <laughs> um, here's my take on Candy this episode as a mentor. It felt like she was. It wasn't anything kind of lived. I mean, I don't mean to say lived. It certainly lived. I think it was all phrases that she's heard before. Well, and that's been Candy's thing all season. Like, it's just been, a, again, very producer's contestant. But, like, she's just 
yes, she's she's almost saying the meta lines of what you're supposed to say in these interactions and in these moments. I, I liked kind of the callback that her mother is also a lesbian, and yeah. there was kind of a moment of like, oh, okay, maybe you are, maybe you are the right one for us. You know, uh, you are going to make over me, uh, but. I, I mean, that's just been the thing with Candy all season is I just feel like she is she is being she's doing the story on TV and she's saying the lines to do the story. Yeah, she knows what to say as mm-hmm. the mentor, quote unquote. She's like, oh, OK, I have to say this now. I have to talk about what drag is. OK, I know how to do that. I, I've watched this show. I've heard other people say what it is. And that's why I liked when they showed Jimbo and Amanda talking when Jimbo was like, was your life traumatic? You know, like (laughs) Jimbo is just getting to the heart of what this is about. It's like, so tell me all the ways that your life was traumatic. When are you going to cry? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did actually think that this was an interesting relationship between Amanda um, and uh, Jimbo when Amanda was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I know that maybe that's what you wanted to do first. Did I kind of ruin your idea? And, you know, it was like, oh, you know, this is my slutty sister or whatever. Um, but and then he was like, no, no, it's like clown drag. Being a clown is all about flexibility and then finding the right opportunity or using what was the word he said? Oh, it's discovering new opportunities. And he found this as just a new opportunity. Uh, and I just kind of appreciated that, right? It was, uh, he, he, he didn't melt down about it and he didn't let on. He explained exactly why it was okay to Amanda, uh, which I thought was, I don't know, a, a really good mentor-mentee relationship. I mean, it seemed like they had it. And, you know, Amanda, much like any other queen, was on Twitter talking about her edit and what they didn't show. No way. Yeah, she was like, oh, I kind of didn't like that they made me seem like the like hesitant diva who didn't want to do things. No, I, I didn't you know, get that at all, Amanda. I didn't get that yeah, at all. Amanda, but no, I I feel like there w- we did see glimpses of the way that they had a very similar sense of humor and they had a lot of fun together. And, you know, I, I think the... I think that the original idea it seemed like Jimbo was leaning towards is very reminiscent of her entrance look from season one of Canada's mm-hmm. Drag Race. Yeah, right. Probably would have been more interesting drag than I what agree. they ended up in. Totally. But yeah, but I think the narrative of like, you gotta okay. You got to please the client. You got to please yeah. the client. You know, she, she yeah. wanted to be, you know, she wanted to access femininity and beauty, right? She wanted to access something different and looking like a clown wasn't where she was ready to go. Yeah, no, it was an interesting challenge and an interesting way to kind of resolve it. But I think you're absolutely right. Like, I think Jimbo very easily could have won had they gone like insane, you know? Yeah, right. And, and you know, it's like an, uh, this is probably thinking too much like a viewer than a player. But there's that sense of like, I've already won four challenges. We're on the last challenge. Mm. They're not going to give it to me again. Interesting. It's just it's like they're just not gonna like right. you know no matter what i do here so i'm in the bottom no matter what i do so why don't i at least make her look pretty you know mm-hmm. absolutely um Rusi's, uh i mean one note that i had here is rue talking with angie and just being like you're really hot oh you're gorgeous you know, An- 
and she's swimming. She's oh, wow. oh, yeah. swimming. Oh, she's swimming in, in pussy. Yeah. In pussy. Just oh, God. swimming. It's not even up to her elbows. It's just like no. she's she's in a in a pool of it sitting at the bottom of, you know, in the yeah. deep end. Yeah. She's like that shot, what, in that movie Species when she like lifts up out of the water and it's just it's just to her nose. And the rest and everything below is lesbians. Just Wanting oh, Angie. I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing the main woman from Deep Blue Sea, you know, just like swimming. Towards oh, the baby. yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Come to mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> giving us Saffron Burrows. Saffron Burrows. That's right. Saffron Burrows. That please welcome to the stage. Saffron Burrows. Eating pussy. Yeah. In, uh, eating pussy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're really hot. Gorgeous. Do people tell you that? Do oh, I love, that? I love it. She's like, do people tell you that? People tell you that, that you're hot. And she's like, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> my fingers are exhausted. I sprained my tongue twice. I have lockjaw and I earned it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Rue. I'm aware. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, and then RuPaul the Gaul to be like, well, you know, use the ball of your foot, not your heel. And Angie's like, I know. Yeah. No, I got Oh, oh you I've meant u- walking. Oh, oh, you meant walking. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've used the ball of my foot, honey. You know? Oh, I know. You know? <laughs> when people say I've got balls, I know. Yeah. And they're on oh, the bottom of my feet. Fuck yeah. 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 I can, uh, you know, I'm the right one for you, little girl. I'm the left one for you. <laughs> <sighs> God. Uh, yeah. She, uh, let's see. Uh, next, uh, she's talking with Amanda Faye. Um, I love this little Aussie accent between Jimbo and Rue. Um, that mm-hmm. was very entertaining. Um, and yeah. then here's Amanda Faye where I'm kind of like, you had a great edit. RuPaul says, when was the last time you were all dolled up without missing a beat? I was kind of going for that today, Rue. That was great. Yeah, no, I thought she was really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved her. And I thought she looked yeah. so, so... So sweet and pretty though in the entire episode in drag and out of drag. I was just like, ugh, you did fabulously. Yeah. I have one critique about what Jimbo did for Amanda Faye, and I'll get to it when I get to it. But uh yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. It was a good moment. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, we never love talking about the choreography scenes, but I do no. think Jimbo's advice of like you just have to like act like oh my ankle hurts but it's sexy or oh I have to pee but it's sexy and I thought just as like a little tip for someone is like think of it that way think of like oh my ankle hurts but it's sexy like that's a really great direction Uh, for sure yeah the uh you know I have to pee but it's sexy yeah yeah oops <laughs> you drop something but it's sexy yeah, yeah. but it's oops. sexy yeah 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 oops my catheter fell out but it's sexy <laughs> oops my bosom's come flying out I wouldn't yeah. draw a crowd wouldn't draw a crowd yeah but it's sexy um and we get a crying moment which I think you know would be what gives you her BSA uh Angie um kind of what she hopes to take from not being fearful of her femininity you know Oh, you don't know my no my BSA of the week was the um, who was the guest judge? Do they oh, have a guest judge? Zoe oh, Zoe Deschanel. No. no, she was not my BSA of the week. Please, Katy no. Perry. Yeah, Katy Perry. Katy Perry, but really into anime. Like that's what I get. I get like yeah, Katy, Katy Perry, Perry, but a gamer. Yeah, but a gamer. Katy Perry, but like into Dungeons and Dragons in right. person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Katy Perry. Um, um, yeah, she wants to throw a rune or something. You know what I mean? What? Do they do that? 
Yeah. Throw a rune? Like if she was a white mage. Right. She'd throw the rune. You wouldn't throw a rune. A rune is something you read to learn like a new spell to level up. Well, I'm just going to Google how to use rune stones. All right. Well, I think I'm out of my wheelhouse. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, well, Mary, uh, I did. I did think it was a great moment that they were able to capture for a guest. You know, who isn't kind of putting on? I thought. You know, there's a rumor mill going around about All Stars Eight and how the editors had their work cut out for them because all of the contestants were just completely overproducing themselves. Um, oh. And in a season of overproduction, for Angie to have a really beautiful moment, uh, just kind of talking about the beauty and the pain at the same time as why she was crying, you know, this idea to confront the femininity that she pushed away to heal herself. Uh, you know, Mary, it was, again, like not just a, a gay, lesbian, gay woman story, but one that I think we can all kind of access. That's great to be told on a cis male, often dominated television show. Yeah, one, I think it's also interesting for the number of like, you know, for example, they always call it like the teenage girls who watch this show. I think it's right. interesting to see this point of view as well. Sure. Um, but probably and I bully think if, the Butch Dykes, you know what I mean? Well, sure. And then they're like, oh, let's go. Let, let's go push Debbie into her locker. Oh. Um, yeah. but She okay. wears Birkenstocks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those suspenders. Let's <laughs> let's snap them and then push her down the stairs. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 and then run her over yeah i mean i plug it up yeah <laughs> plug it up yeah, yeah. angie instead of carrie <laughs> brilliant oh my brilliant. god mary it's angie. a it's a story about angie. yeah it's not with gina davis but it's with, no. angie. It's with uh, angie and she's bullied for being butch oh it's brilliant yeah that's and her power. Can- yeah. Candy Muse is, is like the Miss Collins, is the mm. Betty Buckley. He's like, oh, but you're so pretty. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, I don't know who's the Sue Snell in this situation. RuPaul. Probably yeah. RuPaul. <laughs> Jessica Wilde, you know, oh, just kind of. Yeah. Oh, Jessica. We didn't get to yeah. talk much about Jessica yet, but that's okay. They kind of no. totally skipped over her this episode. Everything that happened between Jessica and Kitty was funny, but it wasn't as deep. No, I I agree. I don't think it was as deep. I think uh, the conversation in the workroom when they were talking about like when when Amanda had asked like, oh, what do y'all think about like mm. gays saying dyke and lesbians saying fag? And I I thought about it. I was like, you know, I as a gay man, I'm kind of like I, I don't I feel a little weird saying dyke. Like I feel like I kind of need like permission. Yeah. I feel like it depends on the crowd that I'm with, but I feel like the more I thought about it, the idea of a lesbian using the word fag, I actually think I'm fine with because I mean, the Jimbo's point standing up, like what's the intention, but like if it's obviously just like the way that we would use the word, it comes with an understanding or it comes with an appreciation of like what that meant. And I guess I, I want to have that with lesbians, you know? Yeah. There's still bruises on those words. And I think, it's interesting, right? Because queer is one that we all share, but that's the one that we're kind of fine with straight people kind of labeling us, you know, as a community. But for Dyke and Fag, they're so charged that the bruises are still there. And so so much so that if a if a if a lesbian called me a faggot, 
in a mean way, right? Like it would hurt. I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, you look like a little faggot today, Johnny. Like that's not the way to say it, right? If I said, and just like if I said like, oh, Iris, you look like a, oh, such a dyke today, right? Like that would be weird, mm-hmm. right? It is all about context. It is all about intent. I don't think it's black and white. And I know people want black and white because it's easier. But what it all comes down to is having conversations, developing relationships and, and having a shared language. And once you have that shared language and then the understanding, I think it works. I like to use the word faggot for shock value. I'm rarely going to use it like, oh my God, look at that faggot. I'm not going to just like blurted out like that it's not going to be overused you know what i mean um and uh, which is interesting because the word dyke i think there are lesbians that like call themselves a dyke well no i am a dyke oh i'm just a dyke you know it's different it is different because it's different than fag yeah, we yeah it it has it's things been reclaimed more and kind of repurposed more than i think fag has and so it is different but i i guess there is something about like to me the idea of saying fag or like us saying it to me it's it is a sense of reclaiming it like i totally get that and there is kind of a shock value to it it's like reserving it like i don't really say cunt you know what i mean but i'll reserve it for when i want to like make a point yeah and i feel like fag is the same way but yeah i don't know i i think what that was one of the things i kind of took away from this episode was like oh it it's really nice to kind of expand who's allowed in the club so to speak um i don't know like i, I yeah. guess i maybe realize like it's nice to have lesbians and gays kind of be on the same team same page absolutely like i can be talking with a lesbian and we're like uh that fag right and it and mm-hmm. i don't even bat an eye but it but that that relationship does need to form i don't think it's like immediate always especially if there's no comedic context to it right and that's the thing too you have to, yeah there has to be a, a mostly a comedic context and like and this is a this diverts away from what we're talking about but like i think there are equally really interesting nuances with bisexual folks with trans folks with you know anyone in the mm-hmm. in the alphabet yep. that this really brought out to me like oh actually the dynamics within the community there are very specific relationships and very specific like connecting points that i think are are fascinating to watch oh we can have a whole episode about gay men interacting with bisexual men yeah absolutely i think that's like I don't know. It, it's such a, to me, I feel like is even more nebulous than gays and lesbians. Yeah. The one, I, forget, I think, who was it? Who said that Dyke encapsulates her politics? I feel like that was, was that Amanda because she had kind of the, the, the political edge to it, lens to it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at least it was the one that had trouble with it. But um, in terms of encapsulating her politics like that, to me, Dyke is similar to queer in that sense, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Whereas faggot, I don't think is, I, I think there are people that call them, refer to themselves as a fag or I am a faggot to encapsulate their politics. But I think it's a, an, ex, an extremely small, small number of, of yeah. gay men that do that. Yeah, right. I, I'm not to that level of like, Reclaiming it doesn't mean like identifying as it necessarily. Right. right. I'm a theater yeah. fag, right? Uh, I don't know yet. You know? Mm, yeah, right. Yeah, right, right. Um, well, uh, 
should we bring it to the runway where run uh, run, run runway where we see Katy Perry playing Dungeons and Dragons with RuPaul in a robe in a wizard yeah, robe? Yeah, yeah <laughs> RuPaul bringing her honey mahogany to the runway. There is no RuPaul. There is only Zool. <laughs> yeah, oh, RuPaul would throw the rune any day. <laughs> She's not afraid. She's got two goblets. You know, RuPaul and... actually threw the first rune at Stonewall. She threw the first rune back when it was just a stone wall. Before it was a bar, it was actually just a stone wall. And just a stone. They, <laughs> stone. Yeah, they weren't cops. They were Vikings. They were cobblestones. <laughs> they, it was cobblestone wall, and she was performing. You know, and uh, with the fire going. Yeah, the fire. Yeah, the, with the, and yeah, it had the fire going, and yeah. and you know, someone was playing the lute. And uh, you know the Vikings came, and she was like, "Not on my watch, yeah, not yeah, on my watch." Rune. And so yeah. she threw the first rune, and that's how Dungeons and Dragons was born. Yeah, she's not the. She's like, "You're not the DM of me." Yeah, not the DM. Yeah, and it it used to be Dungeons and Drag Queens, but that was. That evolved over time. And well, yeah, now it's it was it was appropriated by straight people. It was straight appro- once again yeah. appropriate appropriating yeah, queer again. culture <laughs> once again because the dungeons were also very different back then. <laughs> yeah, no, dungeons were very different. They were very kinky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but gotta gotta whitewash it and clean it up for straight people. Absolutely, gotta put some wizards nice. in there. Put yeah, put robes the on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cover those elves. elbows. Uh huh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what Se- class were you, elves. Mary? What class were you? B. B. Class B. How's your head? Fine. What Fine. class are you? B. 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 Not going to roll an eight on me. Uh, not going to roll a hexagonal geist on me. Nuh-uh. Not while I've got this, not while I've got this magistrate spell. <laughs> I've got the magistrate spell. I found the wand. Is that what you're going to say, Mary? I know I got three wands. I got three wands because I went, because I went to Skate 8 Village and I got three wands. Oh, great. How did you get into Skate 8 Village? I rolled a three. You rolled a three, and so then, then, then the waterfall stopped. Is that what happened? No, no, well, no. Because what Skidiot Village is behind the waterfall, so I was just wondering well, how you got in. But you rolled a three, so that must mean you were able to block up the waterfall and then open the the portal. I swam. Oh, you swam. So you didn't roll a three. You rolled a five. Well, I rolled a three, but I had I had a water spell. I also had a dizzy spell. That was unrelated. <laughs> So I actually had to sit down for about 20 minutes and eat something. spell there. hell makes me want to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. a good yeah. man is hard to find, girl. Let me tell you what. Open I got up to that like waterfall. 7-Eleven. Yeah. You yeah, want that waterfall I, to open up like 7-Eleven. I get it. I was like, you forget it. I need to stick to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. Oh, God. Oh, what a mage. What a mage. What a mighty good mage. Yeah. What a mighty, mighty good mage. Anyway, I'm a barbarian. Listen, uh, Mary, I wonder what you think were, what was your impressions for these three runways? Well, I think that, yeah, Jimbo and Sissy, you know, was was a little basic. I, I mean, I think 
Cookie, Cookie was, you know, Cookie was kind of like Miss Cookie when Miss Cracker had that kind of magical mm-hmm. makeover in season yeah. 10 or whatever. Cookie totally turned into Winona Judd, I, yes. which, you know, I love. I think for any of our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans, face alone, am I the only one seeing Erica Jane? Erica Jane. I'm looking for an Erica Jane here. Um, and I, th- you know, I think that Cookie, like, Jessica made a good point to Kitty that we saw really happen with Cookie, where, like, this is not about perfection. This is about having a good time mm. and just, like, feeling your oats. And I think Cookie did, you know, was the most successful at that, even in a dress that didn't really fit her that well. I totally agree. Angie was the most transformed, especially in attitude, whereas Lisa still looked uncomfortable. Um, points though for Jessica doing the pussy eating gesture at the end, which I think is so lewd and they had to like cut away from it. Um, my biggest critique with Sissy is that Jimbo made her look older and I, and maybe that's not a bad thing, but I'm also kind of like, well, why'd you need all that white powder? You know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't love the, what Jimbo did with Sissy necessarily, even though I thought she looked pretty in the, in the getup. Uh, Angie, it didn't matter what she was wearing. It really didn't. Uh, Candy did the best job by far. And Candy wasn't wearing a bodysuit. No, no, I'll give Candy that. This was, uh, this was new. This was different. I, I, yeah, I think overall, I think that was the best transformation. I think, um, yeah, Sissy really full Marco, full Martindale by the time she was on that runway. Like Marco yeah, Martindale. Rolled a, she rolled a 7. I was going to say she she rolled a 10 and then did her makeover spell. Yeah, she rolled an ankle. Yeah. Uh her ankle went cleek. But she kind of looked like if Marco Martindale was one in, in one of those old lady comedies like 80 for Brady, but like they're like pop stars. Like she and Jane Fonda are wearing pink wigs and they're yeah, gonna yeah, perform they're like, on America's yeah. Got Talent, you know? Yeah, what's that what's that movie that we were supposed to watch for Only Marys or for Matreon um with Tony Collette? Oh, Connie and Carla. Yes, yeah. It's like Connie and Carla moment. Yeah, sure. she's giving me, she's giving, giving me Margot Martindale. Man, Margot Martindale and Ann and Dowd in a remake of Connie, remake and, of Carla. Connie and Carla. Mary, make it, make it happen. Oh my yeah. God, I would lose my shit. Oh God, the things we do, uh, things yeah. we think of. Listen, um, so yeah, I, I didn't, I don't really remember the critiques because. They don't really matter. Uh, they were all yeah. just very nice. Um, it was very sweet. Um, I'm ready to talk about this lip sync a little bit. And you don't mean this mashup lip sync with our three pairs. Oh, no. It, it was fine. It looked like fun. It didn't count. And they all had a good time. Yeah. I don't know. The sweet. editing was very generous. They all yes. won a trip to Puerto Vallarta. And yes. then they made sure to show a clip of saying, of RuPaul saying, airfare included. Like, Wow. They really had to pad this episode. Yeah, they really added it all in. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I thought I thought it was a nice little episode. It was tied up really well with all of them sort of winning. Um, I did kind of love an untucked where Candy had to take a moment and be like, you know, there, there were there's there's three girls now, but then there's going to be two because after three is two. And it's not any of your fault because, you know, you're not the contestants. We're actually competing. (laughs) Candy, I am not going to make you the narrator of the season, no matter how much in the room narrating that you do. Um, You know, I I do want to note, because if the rumors are true, this is the last time they'll ever vote in a bathroom. 
Oh, in a powder room. I will say, I was in Spain last week. Take a drink. Oh, were you in Spain? Was Alexis Michelle there? Did you? No, no. But no? Sasha Colby no. wasn't either. Yeah. Oh, what um, about Jan? Jan was she... not there, but I saw her on TikTok. Yeah. So. Oh, good. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. Jan's uh, so great. No, in Spain, you, you probably know this, Mary, but you know, the, the toilets are these little separate rooms. And then the little area, you know, that you walk in from the hallway or whatever is like this little swinging door sometimes or it's there's no door at all and then there's like the the sink and you know the freshen up room oh it's so civilized i feel like that's pe- things like there's always a buzzfeed article about like things people from america are so f- people from other countries are so shocked about when they visit america and it's that our bathrooms are like you yeah, know, you're just, just shitting in the same room as everybody. Yeah, you're just, it's just like, a oh, I'm going to close this little. Yeah, exactly. I'm just close this door. It's wide open. Everybody's going to smell my shit, and they're going to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're all going to know it's you. And every and your and your driver's yep. license appears on the outside of the door. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. They see your this shoes. person poops. Yeah. This yeah. person poops. Yeah. yeah. And then you, we you walk know. out and they look at your shoes. They go, "It was you. It, it was, was you with the boat shoes. It was you pooped. You, you shat. You pooped." I know you. I saw you. Pooping. Why couldn't you hold it in until you got home, you monster? You're nothing. You're nothing. <laughs> You're nothing. You're nothing. Don't you throw that fork at me. <laughs> You're nothing, you monster. Um. Anyway, uh, jumping, jumping. I, I think I said this before, but you got to sing the lead. You got to sing the lead. My one critique about this is with that it sort of didn't, seem like they knew all of the words and they were the edit was very generous candy had some gorgeous moments particularly when she was singing the lead as i said before um and it could have gone either way and i feel like they just gave it to priyanka because for all the all the reasons i listed before uh i don't know it was priyanka was literally jumping and running and kicking and dancing circles around candy no matter what kind of proud mary moves candy tried to pull out Oh, I know. I was like, what is this? Are you going to start doing the single ladies choreography next? Sure. What are we doing? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I thought Priyanka was a lot of fun. I feel like this is one of those songs where like getting all of the lyrics is impressive, but just like putting on a floor show is also a lot of fun, which I think okay. is more what Priyanka did. Um, but listen, Fafa Fellas Fellas is the moment from this lip sync, and I yes. can acknowledge that. I can recognize it. I don't think that means Candy won. But I do, I do, I have, it has become a rattle in my head where I'm just like doing the dishes and I'm like, fellas, fellas, you know? Uh, One other kind of stray observation, but Priyanka doing a split was, it was like Alexis Michelle doing a split, right? There's still a gap and it's kind of like, well, you got to stretch a little bit more than that, Pri. Yeah. Come on, Yonks. Come on, Yonks. Come on, Yonky. Uh, Yeah. Candy ended the lip sync in the crybaby pose, but did <gasps> not give a crybaby. And I thought one of our Marys did ask, what is yes, crybaby? What, yeah. what is it? So this is the perfect example. Think about Candy laying there on the floor like an up, like an upset two-year-old, fist out. And and it's just J- Jasmine Masters does this, but it's like it's the like hump in the floor and pounding it with your fist at the same time move. That's a crybaby. I had to be told that. Yes, that's the crybaby move. There's also another move we learned, punching the ghost. <laughs> punch the ghost, punch the ghost. <laughs> She's not even warm yet. 
Um, yeah, we talked about this very campy moment at the end with the lipsticks, which, you know, I'm glad was there. I guess my final thought here, Mary, because, you know, we're kind of done with the eliminating part. Yeah, yeah, we've done all our eliminations. Everybody saw it because we were in an American bathroom. Yeah. My problem with the Alliance storylines that they've had on, you know, recent All-Star seasons and it's just that they don't show them ever deciding together. They don't show them voting together or like strategizing. They're not going off to the well. We don't see when they're in, you know, in the holding room by themselves talking or when they're in the van together without Jessica Wilde strategizing. That That is so important to making it interesting. And particularly when you get to the final three, there's, there is nobility still in in backstabbing your alliance because you could say no I kept candy the whole time because she was kind of my you know my muscle and my shield and I I knew that if I sat with candy in the final tribal that I wouldn't win because everybody would vote for candy so I needed to cut her loose that that's like something that could happen in survivor that's not happening here it's not the same game this alliance voting together thing I don't think it makes it interesting the fact that the the cast voted on track record the entire season was not interesting and this format here's my stamp is no longer Interesting. It's it's tired. It's done, and I think they need to end uh, very seriously. Like they they just need to not do this anymore, or add another sort of element in where gameplay is you know more focused on rather than like the talent and track record. Well, I think that's why they're not going to do the lipsticks anymore. I think that's why this is potentially the last season they're going to do the lipstick voting. Um, I also feel like you know because we 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 often talk about Survivor as like the point of reference for like this model they're trying to do on, on survive on all stars. And I think, I mean, listen, you know more about survivor than I do, but I feel like, well, there are probably lots of shocking choices and I can't believe you eliminated that person and all of that. I also feel like the culture of, of survivor from the beginning was gameplay and it yeah. was voting out the strongest or mm-hmm. being uh, competitive in that right. way. And like, so it was, it's, it was an accepted thing that like the goat could win because it's like, well, that's the name of the game, you know, or that you voted yeah. out the really strong competitor towards yeah. the end. That's the name of the game. You knew you, you knew not to be strong in the challenges early on so you didn't come out as a threat and be voted out early you waited until later to win the challenges for immunity yeah no you're absolutely right so and i feel like that just is not what drag race is about and so trying to get the queens to play the same way like they've also like seen the the downside of that you know like if if candy voted Jimbo off this week and kept Jessica oh my god like I don't like she wouldn't hear the end of it and people would just be like fuck Candy she ruined the season I don't need to watch this anymore and all of it would blow over ish eventually but like I think especially because it's Candy it wouldn't blow over as quickly as it did for Naomi Smalls you know because the fandom is less kind of the fandom hates Candy and so like oh, or see. people love to hate on Candy, and so it's kind of like, oh, for her to then eliminate the front runner, like sure, gameplay wise, that would have been really smart, and it's probably what stands between her winning two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But like in the long run, I don't know. I I I get why she didn't do it. Interesting. 
Well, we'll see. Uh, there's so many rumors about All-Stars 9 happening right now that it's canceled, that it's not canceled, that it's uh, All-Star 7 season. There's all of those. And I'm just kind of like, well, uh, all of that's fun. It's all kind of like fan-created content, which I think is great. Uh, it's so low stakes. There's nothing real about it. Um, and we'll find out when we find out. Yeah, and that's going to be like next year, like next All-Stars Ooh, season. Next All-Stars. Please. Um, well, listen, what do you say we we crown a BSA and then move on? Well, I'm giving it to all the lesbians. All I'm right. giving it to all of them. They all brought me joy. You know, I, I'm i always going to give a BSA to a Mar Margot Martindale. Of course, I'm going to give a BSA to Angie, and she cried, and I related to her. Of course, I'm going to give a BSA to Lisa because I'm sweet on her. Lisa. So I got to give it to all three of them. My BSA is Priyanka for the mere fact that she, she said, should we have known this before? Should we, should we have known before this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, she was great. You know? She's great. All right, Mayor. Who's winning it? Jimbo or Candy? Oh, I think Jimbo's going to win this. I think, I don't think there's going to be some big surprise. I think... This is just like season 13 where it's Candy versus like a total front runner. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I would be very surprised if they gave it to Candy. Although, again, much like the punk decision to give it to Candy, like in season 13, you know, I could see that happening. But uh, I don't think that they're going to do that to Candy, actually. No, because, I, I, yeah, I think it would it would not be received well. And Candy... She'll make that money. You know, oh, she'll make she's that money. made it already. Yeah, she's a very, yeah. very popular queen. She performs very, very well in drag clubs. And, you know, she has that personality where she can gab on the mic and spill tea and insult queens. And, uh, yeah, she's she's great. Um, she's going to be great, I should say. Um, it's going to be fine. Mares, if you have any thoughts on this makeover episode, The L Word, you can reach out to us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear more of me talking about Best Supporting Actresses like The Lesbians this week on the Best Supporting Podcast. And you can get more of me on Instagram at Trucker underscore. And you get more of both of us on Patreon where we will be catching up on things like The Bear and The Fishes episode this week. Um, plus... Uh, even more at the Only Mary's level. And all of that is at patreon.com slash allrightmary. Well, allrightmary. And going with the quote that RuPaul mentioned at the top of this episode, I feel like it's only fitting for the Last Chance Lip Sync to be uh, Aretha Franklin and Annie Lennox singing, or I guess the Eurythmics singing, the sisters are doing it for themselves. So, oh, you know, Kylie and Danny Minogue did a cover of this. I oh think. Oh my God, Danny! Yeah, padam padam. Oh, well, that's Kylie, but yes, Danny. Oh. Oh, I love Danny. I love a bit of Danny. You love you, you love the sister. You're like I'm an Ashley Simpson gal and not a yeah. Jessica gal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, You're like, I like Justice for Jamie Lynn. Yeah. That's Justice you. for Jamie Lynn. Uh, Haley Duff. I'm more yeah. of a Haley Duff fan. Yeah. I'm more of a Lizzie Olsen than a Mary-Kate and Ashley. 
Always, even before she was famous, I was a Lizzie. I was a Lizzie stan. I was like, sure. who's that other one? A Kieran yeah. over a Macaulay. Oh, Macaulay, any day. Oh, you like a Kieran over Macaulay. What about um? Uh, what about a Maggie over a Jake? Oh, uh, you know, I think yes, because I yes. really like the movie Sherry Baby. <gasps> and I love Secretary. And let me tell you, on the plane, because I was in Spain last week. Did you go to Spain? On the plane ride home, I watched Mona Lisa Sideways Smile, and it was fabulous. Oh, with Maggie Maggie Smith and <laughs> Maggie um, Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Julia Stiles is in that too, right? Julia Stiles and Julia Roberts and Chris, Kirsten Dunst. See, that's the craziest part. Dominic, Kir- what's his face? Yeah. Dominic West. Yes, Dom West. From 28 Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsten Dunst and Julia Stiles, to me, are kind of like... The Jessica Chastain, Dallas Bryce Howard of their time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No question. There's a brown, mousy haired girl that's also in the movie who do, who's a really great performance. Um, she's dating. Uh, she's dating the, the nerd from uh, that 70s show that. Oh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace is in it. But wait, what's her name? She God, she was she played a lead in like. Recently in some not not recently but sort of recently in uh, he's just not that into you. Was it Kristen Ritter? Or was it Jennifer Goodwin? Oh, Jennifer Goodwin! Yeah, she's in it. She's yeah. great in it. Oh, yeah. you know who's in it? You just saw her on Broadway, Juliet. Stevenson. I know. I know. Or not I on Broadway. snapped. I snapped on the plane. Yeah. Everybody was like, "What's going on? Do we need to emergency land?" Um, yeah. That was somebody else that needed the emergency landing on my plane. Um, oh, really? Well, Mary. Um, yeah, so she... Well, more on only Mary's. <laughs> Subscribe yeah. on Patreon.com. Yeah. Uh, slash, all right, Mary. Listen, uh, yeah, no, she... Uh, Juliet Stevenson was in it. And I was like, oh my God, you're fabulous. And she plays... She plays this fabulous character who's giving out... Um, sh- oh, she's giving out uh, 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 birth control. And she's not supposed oh, to. Oh, fine. I Very see fun. in the cast way down in the list, but Richie from The Bear is in this. Is a character named Charlie. Oh, he's so young and he's so sweet. He's mm. um he's dating uh, Jennifer Goodwin and she kind of dumps him and she shouldn't have. Yeah, no, oh. he's he's really great in it. Yeah, this and is a good movie. It's a good yeah, movie. I've never seen it. I mean, I'm seeing now that ma- even Marion Seldes is in it, and I love her. Marion Seldes, of course you would love, and you know, she plays who you think she would play in this movie. The yeah. president, yeah. Yes, uh, and the the other one that I was surprised, I was call her Juliet Margulies, but I don't really know her name. I feel like she was on um, Desperate Housewives. She's in it. She plays like the strict... Marsha Gay Harden. Um, Marsha Gay Harden is in it as well. Yes. Yeah, I I love a bit of Marsha Gay Harden. Yeah, she was in First Wives Club. Yes, and um, Julia Roberts is like first fiance boyfriend. He's the sexy guy, this older guy, and I oh he's so hot. Oh, John hot. Slattery. From John Mad Slattery. Man. Oh my God, he Mary. He can do whatever the fuck he wants to me. Yeah. John Slatterly is so hot. I thought that Steve in uh, and just like that this week was John Slattery, and it was Steve. Yes, I was like, when are they going to tell us who this new hot guy is living yeah. in their house? It's John it's Slattery. Ste- oh, it's it's Steve. John. Oh, it's Steve. <laughs> oh, well, both. Uh. You know that works too. Uh, Mona Lisa sideways smile There's so many great scenes And it's like very campy Because Kirsten Dunst and Julia Stiles can't act So yeah, in that yeah. sense like you will love it Because they're so bad 
Well, the only thing I know from that movie is doesn't like uh, Julia Roberts' character fall and she falls on the ice and then she lays there and cries a little bit. Does that like Julia Roberts cry? I don't remember that part. Uh, I don't remember. Well, I want to believe that exists. The best part of that movie is when she after um, Kirsten Dunn's character like writes the scathing article about her. Uh, in like the Village Gazette or whatever, uh, the Wellesley Gazette, she she has a she leads a class, and oh, she's just so mad, and and it's she uses all of these images from the fifties, and she's like, how are they gonna look back at us? How are they gonna look back at us? Because you couldn't make a meatloaf slide, and it's so, it's so good. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll I don't know what. <laughs> We'll have to do an episode on this because I've never seen this. Oh, my God. Mary, I was just, oh, God. There's this part where, like, where he lies to her. And I was, I, I screamed at the screen on the airplane. I was like, liar. He's a liar. That's not true, Candy. Dominic Monaghan well, or Dominic West is a liar uh, in, in the He in always, the play, he was a liar in 28 days. Can't trust him there. Can't trust yeah, him here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's sleeping huh? with the students. Yeah, he's uh, oh. he's a cad. He's a cad. He is yeah. a cad. Yeah, he was a cad in twenty eight days. Did I tell you he was in twenty eight days. <laughs> I think I heard that. I don't know. I think we need thicker glasses. <laughs> was he? Wait, wait. Was he? That was a zombie movie, right? <laughs> yeah, he. It was the sequel. He was in where he twenty eight days with later the, he went with, back to rehab and everybody yeah. was a zombie. Yeah, and Cecilian Murphy takes a shower at the beginning. Yeah, of then it, right? and then Cecilia Murphy was there and it was yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing here? And he's yeah. like, I've been here for twenty eight days. <laughs> later, and now it's twenty eight days later and they're all zombies. Yeah, and then Azure Sky is in the bathroom and she slits her wrists. Oh right? yeah, and then she turns into a zombie. But thank God Diane Ladd was there. Right. And Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is not in there. She was yeah, in but Girl she Interrupted. Plays, she plays a nurse in Girl Interrupted like the woman in 28 Days plays a nurse, right? Who's the nurse? Margot in Martindale. Margot Margo Martindale. Mar- thank you. Margot Martindale, who was in this episode this week. <laughs> yeah. Work in the front desk. Mary's, I can't believe you're still listening. Here is the sisters are doing it for themselves. Join Danny us on Patreon. We'll, we'll see you next week for this chaotic reunion and fame games conclusion. Be well, Mary's, and adios, as they say in Spain, which is where I was last week. Oh, well, tatsines, as they say in Spain, tatsines. Oh, I met two Dutch guys. Okay, bye. Tatsines. <laughs>